but at, but at the same time, but at the same time, I'm going to make this very clear. I've been waiting for a long time, waiting all week. But we all have Valdosta State ties, which is the reason why we decided to get this podcast a try. Cairo, yeah. Cairo, yes. We, we all say that. I, New Jersey? This is title town. We win championships. The fire in my loins. That'll be later on in the podcast, folks. I can't wait. He made a promise to God. He said, You allowed 28 points against a team that was essentially playing like a lucky person playing mad and going for two after every touchdown. And I think God has given him his end of the bargain. <laughs> the gigantic so, metaphorical middle finger. The, the dirty Myrtle is exactly how it sounds. And this is the Inferno Blazer Sports Show. Detroit, Baltimore, you all had one job. One job. One job. And you all ruined it. I'm sorry that y'all, y'all ears just got blasted I, over I there. I can't hear anything now. Chris. Turn him down, Jalen. Yes, neither Turn can him down. Oh my Jesus. God. Turn it down. Dang. I got it. I got it. What a great I'm not start. I'm loud, am I? You well, you're not exactly talking loud when you, when you got the mic literally not even an inch from your mouth. All right, is this better? Yes, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's let's start this off properly. Um, Detroit, you failed us. You sold so badly that the Atlanta Falcons are sitting here in disgust oh, and getting God. flashbacks over here. And Baltimore, I haven't seen this dis- this much disappointment in the Northeast area since the Eagles a couple weeks before. But that's a conversation for another day. Welcome back to the Inferno. I am the Enforcer, Chris Mercer, as I am trying to. Do this intro with a toothpick looking like my father. Um, we are full housing here today. We got Jalen Scott uh, running the switcher. We got the principal, Jack Calhoun. We have the syrup that. maker, uh, Kyle Hawthorne. Great to see y'all. And of course, my dearest of best friends over here, Wyndham Drayton, is in the building. He ain't on the mic, but he's our studio, studio audience member. Our student? We, yeah, he's students. just spectating today, ladies yeah, he and gentlemen. Is a, he is our spectator. Uh, make sure you read the spectator while, while we're at it. VSU Spectator, our own Jack Calhoun, sports editor. I also yes, write for them as well. And Chris Mercer, staff writer. Yes, indeed. Gentlemen, it's uh, great to see everyone back in here. I know, Jalen, you were tired coming back from uh, Marietta. Um, what this for morning? So yeah, fourth time this month for the fourth time for the fourth time this month I've had to well technically eighth time consider eighth time with the amount of trips I've taken this is the eighth Valdosta Marietta Marietta Valdosta trip I've taken this month. Yeah, so I am exhausted, but I'm here. That's a lot of wear and tear on the car, yeah. man. Uh, oh, yeah, Jack, you're just coming up. back in from on the road with the. Uh, with we the we went to the to the great state of Mississippi this weekend. This this this, this is true. I don't know why for a second I thought you just said the city in Mississippi, but uh, did I say it? I don't know. Because I thought I said great state. Now we're going to need an official replay. Yeah, we'll do, we'll by, do the playback. sponsored. If I did, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm I'm still I'm still out of it. It was a long time. But uh, great to have you back, uh, Kyle. You are uh, just here. So, yeah, I'm uh, just here. Yeah, I, I, I live three, here. Three's down. He's just here on time down. this episode. Yeah, I'm actually here on time. I know. So, so shocking. Reference back to the last episode for that uh, one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, great to have y'all, man. Thank you all f- always for listening in. Uh, plenty of things to discuss, uh, discuss man. Uh, one of the headlines, including still, still rolling, still rolling right now is our Lady Blazers. And Jack, you got more for us. Yeah, so... Um, Lady Blazers pick up two more on the road to make it 15 games in a row. Um, Sheesh. It's, I, I don't know how to describe this. I, I really don't because 
like these two games we played in Mississippi this weekend were two different games, like two different game flows. Mm-hmm. We were able to come out and win both games, but I, I will say that they got tested when they, they traveled to Delta State. I mean, they, they were ready to play in Cleveland. I mean, that we, we got down early. We got down by as much as eight in the first half, and there was actually a time where we got down by as many as ten in the second half. Oof. And, and things were looking, they were looking kind of rough. Um, there were some hecklers that were making their way through the airwaves there sitting right next to me but uh when it was all said and done there was it just from my from my perspective it seemed like a flitch uh, golly a Flips. switch switch flip there you go golly uh whenever whenever the second half started Valdosta state got down by almost double digits and then from there it was just dominance the 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 move, the move that turned it Back in VSU's favor was India Jordan in transition. Blazers up to start of the fourth quarter. Hits a three in transition, which anyone who knows, uh, anyone who knows this team knows India Jordan, you know, she's good at getting fast break layups and she's, you know, she's good at playing defense. But when you, when you hear someone taking a three for the Lady Blazers, you're thinking, oh, you got Lily Long, Emma Martin, Taylor Searcy, Tamaya mm-hmm. Francis. India Jordan's, you know, she's not the first option, but she knocked it down like it was nothing. And then I, I gotta love, I gotta love India Jordan doing the head tap, going the other direction, looking straight at the defender. Oh man, that was that's just, cold. That yeah. was so funny. But uh, yeah, they came out on top by double digits when it was all said and done. And then Mississippi College, it was just a clinic. I mean, I won't promise this, but I, I know at least nine different people scored for the Lady Blazers. I think everyone that played. I think everyone got to play, and I think everyone got at least a point. That is true. Every, Every single, single lady player traveled, uh, traveled got a score. And funny enough, Taylor, is, Taylor seriously only had two. Exactly. Wow. And she's one of the starters. She was one of those people that made that run in the Elite Eight a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, this team is finding ways to play just so good together late in the season as well. It, you know, They got a game this Saturday against West Georgia. They're looking to take care of business there. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just, I gotta be honest. It's, it's awesome to see. Uh, I was going to shout out to coach Shermer picking up her hundredth win against Lee. Uh, was it two weekends ago now? Yeah. yeah it was against Lee. She picked yeah. up wins one hundred one and one hundred two this weekend in Mississippi. Yes, and, uh, you know, I just, you gotta, you gotta give credit where credit's due. The 15 and one in conference on the season. They've got a 15 game win streak, 18 and two overall. The only other team in the conference got a better record as Union. They're sitting at nineteen and one. And we see that uh, in a few weeks. I was going to say I'm going to be on the call for February 10th. We got Union coming to the complex. That is going to be a great game. I definitely must see. That's must see. I'm excited to see. And and another thing to look at that Mississippi College game for these Lady Blazers. If you look at the quarter by quarter breakdown, Mississippi College only scored a maximum of 10 points per quarter. This is true. It was 10 points in the first quarter, 10 points in the second, 10 in the third, and eight in the fourth. When you're shutting down a team so well that you're limiting them to only 10 points a quarter, you're going to win a lot of games. When you yeah, do. you and, are. And what, and what, quarters are 10 minutes long? I'm sorry, my, my memory is yeah. Quarters yeah. are 10 yeah, minutes 10. long. So you're talking, uh, you're talking a point a minute that yeah. the lady, that the lady Blazers let allow yeah. while they, while they put up what is this? 18, well, they averaged yeah. almost two points a minute. Yeah, yeah. 18, 18 in the first, 19 in the second, 25 in the third, 15 in the fourth, mainly headlined by Alicia Curry, 15 minutes, 19 
points, six rebounds. Almost got that 20 piece, Alicia. Almost. And perfect on her field goals, too. Eight for eight. Three for three on field she goals. She shot perfect. perfect. She shot perfect. That's what I'm talking about. Off the off the bench, too. She didn't start this game, but perfect shooting. Night, perfect shooting night for her. That was Emma. when you say a clinic, it's definitely a clinic. I don't think there's any other way we can reasonably put it. Yeah. And this Lady Blazers team, they're just so fun to watch. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll go to games that I'm not even working in. I mean, it's not just to see the guys that's working and just hang out with them. But, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're just a really fun team to watch. And, you know, I might not be able to stay for the men's games, but it's definitely worth it to come out of these ladies games because they're just so fun to watch. They're a good team. They play together and really they can go as far as they want to go. Yeah, absolutely. When we're getting the, the notion for people, you know, that work media, we're, all right, we're getting ready for tournament time. And I mean, or anything unforeseen, like this oh, yeah. is a team that's going to be hosting. Oh yeah, definitely. Team that is, yeah. I'll I be mean, on, I'll be on that playoff staff. Yeah, man. Um, hopefully, you know, I can, I definitely got to get a chance to see him because now that I live in the area, but man, if they can continue like this, man, there's no reason why we can finally get a banner up there in the complex. And, man, with all the seniors that we've talked about before, being on this squad, and, I mean, they are truly, truly, truly going out with a bang. Oh, yeah. They, you, you could sense that sense of urgency more than you did last year with the team. Yeah, so. and, you know, I don't want to jinx them, but, you know, they – obviously, I want them to win a title, but, you know, they're going to go deep regardless. Yeah. This is a team built to win. I think so. Absolutely. They're a team built to dominate. And like and like Chris was saying with all the seniors, let me list them out here. Tamaya Francis, Emma Martin, Lily Long, Taylor Searcy, and Alicia Curry. I said there's one more. Though and those are those are our five seniors. That's a starting lineup. Hey, I just want to I just want to say this for a second. Five uh-huh. seniors out of 12 players on your team as a coach, that's a great place to be by the way. Especially when all of them or yes, I'm pretty sure all of them have experience mm-hmm. playing in the Elite Eight too. I mean, the, that year the the run we went on two years yeah. ago. Yeah, that's a great place to be. You've got great experience. You got great leadership there. I'm really excited to see how this season is going to go for them, especially how well it's gone so far in the first 20 games. Yeah, man. Final time taking on uh, West Georgia this Saturday. Um, of course, we always hype it up with football. Um, you know, seeing the last rivalry of this uh, coming up this Saturday, I'm excited to see that. But man, that Union game, man, I'm I'm you know I love working the media and all that fun stuff and working behind the camera because it's genuinely the one thing I love to do here. So to sit behind, you know, sit as a fan going to these games, man, oh, man yeah, there's nothing like it really. Yeah, because you know, I mean, we we all love sports media. We all want to work in sports media mm-hmm. in some form or fashion but anybody that's ever been behind a camera knows that you, you're there to watch the game but you really can't pay attention to it as much as you can as a fan because you're focusing on other stuff you got somebody in your ear 24 7 you're making the camera movements i mean you're not watching the game you are the game yeah pretty much three, that's a, just, yeah yeah, yeah I, I, I am camera camera, three. Yeah. But yeah it's never it's never camera three how are you doing it's camera three what are you doing yeah <laughs> That's a, that's right, Joe. Uh, I, I like thanks, for the, thanks for the reminder. reminder. Well, backwards. speaking of you know what are we doing? Well, let's switch over to the uh, Ben squad. Um, we're splitting the games in Mississippi, if I'm not mistaken, Jack. Um, yeah, I've, I've got to take you through take you through what happened in Mississippi. So, went one and one. The boys did on the road trip. Uh, they played a complete team game. Coach Elf and I were talking about it on the radio. They decided to change up how they were going to approach their 
offense and defense against Delta State, and it worked perfectly. We we talked about um, Delta State had a kid go off. I think his name was Chris Terrell. Went off for thirty points when they they beat us by three in December. Yep, he went off again, scoring twenty five points, and the Blazers were still able to come out of there with I think it was a seven point victory. They were sharing the ball. Well, they didn't take many threes. The ones they did take, they did well in converting them. But they were getting it down low to leave Lenore. They were getting it down to Mike Eisler. And they were just throwing down dunks, putting up layups, getting to the paint, making their free throws. And also, want to give a shout-out to them in that game. They shot, I believe it was 65% as a team. That is that is surreal. Yeah. That yep. is sensational. And the one I, I got to talk about this as well, they had a heartbreaking loss to Mississippi College, which I forgot to mention as well. This game was actually played in Jackson, uh, Mississippi, because uh, what I call the uh, Mississippi Epcot Center, uh, A.E. Wood Coliseum, there was some issues with leaking going on, so we had to move the game to, I believe it was Tougaloo College in Jackson. Mm-hmm. And let me yeah. set the scene for you folks. There's three <laughs> minutes to go. Valdosta State's down 13. They go on, I believe it was a 15-4 to run, something to that sort. Mm-hmm. Anyway, with seven seconds to go, it's a two-point game. It's 81-79, Mississippi College. Here comes the inbound to Jay Rucker. He catches it on the right elbow, and he's about to drive in for the layup, and he fumbles the ball. Mississippi College steals it, throws it down the court, and one of their guys throws down a dunk as soon as time expires. It's They were right there, and you just hate to see that. It was a heartbreaking loss. But it also shows that they're right there, and they've yeah. got the potential. They're right there. They're just – they. They're starting to put it together a little bit, and we'll see going down the stretch if they can you know, pull together more games like they had against Delta State, but getting themselves in a position where they can win games as well. Yeah, um, biggest thing that we've been talking about for almost all of the main games so far since we've been back is that hitting free throws is key. And when you're able to do that, look what happens in games. And, you know, you're yeah, able you gotta, to stay You got to make it. your free ones. Yeah, yeah exactly. Man, when, you know, we were talking about how they were uh, third to last in the GSC and free throw percentage at only 64%. And then when you go uh, to a game against uh, Mississippi uh, State. What? Mississippi State. Dang, Jesus. you did it again, Chris. Oh, wow. wow. Oh, I did that intentionally. Wink, wink. Are you sure? Yeah, about that? Well, at least you're not in front of a crowd. Well, Wyndham, but. <laughs> it's not like we're recording a podcast or yeah anything. it's not like it's recorded yeah, no, or anything. we can like edit mm-hmm. that out oh we're definitely point. not we're definitely no, not yeah. I, need to remind in you in fact Jalen might put a like woo right around you blew it Jaylen. he's gonna make it a clip Oh, I will. I will. Oh, my God. Especially, especially, by the way, quotables, we're planning to come out with more of those just as a side note, just a little side note track. So yeah. stay tuned for those. Those are actually kind of Absolutely. fun the first one we did. Absolutely. But, Except for um, Kyle review bombing them on the <laughs> IG story. Oh, my God. But, um, you know, when you go up against, you know, Mississippi College, Mississippi College. Yeah, that one. Um, you know, when you're going up against the Indies teams and you're shooting 100% in the first half, 80% in the second half, 84% all together. You have a great eighty-four percent, like free throw percentage wise. You're getting, you're putting yourself in the game. And Jack, when you mentioned when it's a one-score game, that's the situation where you want to be as a team. And they got it into who they wanted. To. I mean, the play was there. I mean, it looked like they were going to at least tie it. I can't, I can't swear there was going to go to overtime, but the basket was there. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was right there. Yeah, man. But um, I have faith in in the, in the Blazers. Uh, get things done. Obviously, got the home stretch coming here in, in February and. Um, I'm excited to see what they do um, coming up here uh, in the next couple of weeks. Um, like to like to say like to say here right now with the 
in current standings in GSC, we are 11th. So a spot from where we were uh, our last episode, we're currently sitting 11, 5 and 11 in the Gulf South Conference, 8 and 12 overall behind Auburn, Montgomery and Montevallo, who sport 5 and 9 and 6 and 10 conference records overall. So Union sitting at 7 and 8 in the conference. That's a play. That's a tournament spot. That's a GSC tournament spot. Yeah, we our Blazers are three spots away and are only like two wins away. Two yeah, wins away from tying up game that we got coming up is going to be huge. Like West Georgia's topping that in the standings right now on the men's side, and they if they want to have a shot, this is the game that you you got to win. And I'll, I'll also add that uh, Blazers assistant coach Nate Dewicki was telling me this in the pregame before Mississippi College that the Choctaws are vying for a a, a home tournament game in the Gulf South Conference tournament. So we we may we may see them again in a, in a couple of weeks. You yeah. never know. At yeah. nine at nine and five currently in the conference, they sit behind West Alabama, who's ten and five. So that definitely checks out there. They want that home they want that home GSC tournament match. But for Valdosta State, sitting at five eleven, they're still light at the end of this tunnel. I really honestly believe with what with what eight what eight or nine games remaining on the season. Something to that effect. They if they can get like what like what you were saying, the play was there and it shows that they're really getting it together. This also the, also mm-hmm. I would also like to point this out. Sam Martin didn't play at all. So they played with seven guys for 40 minutes the other night and they only lost by four. That I, is true. That 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 takes a lot of grit and resilience, by the yeah, way. He's got Latrell Tay, he had 39, he played 39 minutes. Lee Flor had uh 34. Uh, Jay Rucker with 28. Like, yeah, when you got guys that none of them were under 25 minutes played. Well, except, except on J.C. Closey oh, and, and Braxton yeah. Williams. But they were playing 22, 21 minutes starting. Yeah. I mean, geez. Yeah, man. That's a lot of wear and tear. But, hey, man, it shows the resiliency in the Blazers. So I'm excited to see that. Pack out the Plex, man, coming up this Saturday. Yes, as indeed. Recording. Oh, yeah. Um, we're getting ready to uh, take a break. We're getting ready to give you some more baseball, and then we're coming back with State Your Case. This is the Inferno. Fans of the Inferno and Blazer Nation, we're igniting a new fan engagement initiative with fan shoutouts. Throughout this season of the Inferno, viewers who engage with our content will have the chance to receive shoutouts in future episodes and extra embers. All you gotta do is leave us some feedback, a funny comment, or whatever through leaving Instagram comments on our recent posts, YouTube comments, or Spotify's Q&A section on the latest episode we publish, or hit us up on Instagram at the Inferno BSS. Be sure to catch the Inferno Blazer Sports Show every other Friday at 10 a.m. And if you can't take the heat, what makes you think you can survive the Inferno? <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> are we going all right welcome back to the inferno uh kyle man we got some uh baseball uh rankings out right now for you and yeah uh, definitely uh the story is uh west florida they got good players yeah they got good players saying? man i'll get into that but first off let's get into these preseason polls we'll start off with baseball first um the big question that everybody wants to know where's Valdosta state so Valdosta state ranks second in these preseason polls uh, receiving 125 points. They are only behind West Florida with 144 points. They got 12 of the 13 first-place votes. The only other team that got a first-place vote was Alabama Huntsville. They sit at five with 99 points. Um, I'll just go through and read these um, rankings, one through 13. So West Florida, Valdosta State, Lee, Montevallo, Alabama, Alabama, Mon- 
No, Huntsville. That, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Y'all were talking about everybody. Wait a minute. Yeah, y'all okay. were talking about me. Okay, okay, y'all were talking about okay. me. Threes Rank, down. So yeah, threes down for that one. But, you know, ranked fifth, Alabama, Huntsville, followed by Delta State, West Georgia, Shorter, Mississippi College. Shut Mississippi up, College. Shut up. West Alabama, Auburn, Montgomery. There it is. Union and Christian Brothers. Um, next, I will. Um, announce these um, all conference players for the preseason. Valdosta State doesn't have any, but Oof. Uh, yeah, Chris was right. Um, West Florida definitely has a bunch. Um, this graphic bunch? shows really no. They they might be good at this baseball like, thing. They got yeah. like six, right? Yeah, like they they got six players, and everybody else on the graphic has either one or two. Six players. That is insane. And what's even funnier is Valdosta State, even even though they didn't get any first place votes, still second in the preseason coaches poll and not a single what was it? Uh what were they again? Preseason They're they're ranked they're ranked second. Uh, yeah, yeah, ranked second and not yeah. a player. Yeah, Alabama Huntsville got the only other first place vote. But that just goes to show you that all these people are going and banking in on West Florida. The players for West Florida, three of them are starting pitchers, so that just tells you the juggernaut we're going to face every yeah. time we play them. Yeah, that's a ro- that's, that's definitely that's, rotation that's, to be feared. You got that's, three pitchers, you got a chance. That's scary yes, because it does not matter how good of a hitter you have; good pitching will always beat good hitting, every especially time. Time. every yep. single time. Mm-hmm. Yep. But you know, I mean, baseball. Who knows? Baseball is a game that. It is different every single day. There is no guarantee that bat will make contact with ball, so it can always be different. So we'll definitely get into that. Moving into softball, um, Valdosta State ranked a little bit lower in these polls at five. Alabama Huntsville at or the Alabama top. Montgomery, as someone wants to say. Yeah, Alabama, yeah, yeah, Alabama Huntsville ranked first with eleven of the uh, first place votes, followed by Mississippi College ranking in with two first place votes. West Alabama, Auburn Montgomery, then we got us at five. Behind us is West Florida in softball, then Union, Montevallo, Lee, West Georgia, Delta State, Christian Brothers, and Shorter. So I know we lost a lot of softball players last season. We lost Samantha Richards, who was basically the one-woman show. She was amazing. But, you know, we're, we're going to try to bounce back. There's a lot of good teams in front of us. I personally really don't know all that much about um, the softball, but it's it's pretty interesting when Mississippi College is ranked I think, second. I think yeah. with um, with some of the softball games that I called last year, particularly towards the end of the season, the last series against West Florida, and this was a this was at a time I know when you're going with this. Yeah, you're 100 correct. Yeah, the, with this Blazer soft with this Blazer softball team, we were at the we were at the final. At the final series of the season, West Florida was fighting for a spot in the GSC tournament. They, I believe, I believe heading into that series, they were just out of the playoffs. They were just out of the tournament. Yeah. And they took down, they took down a Blazer squad. Well, two game. well, two games to one. The series, the series went two games to one. West Florida makes their way into the GSC tournament off of a, Wild double play converted to oh, end the game. That's right. On the yeah, last, that's right. the final that's game right. of the season, that double play just, I don't know. I really can't, I really can't say if that really took the wind out of their sails. 
but it but it was definitely out of the blazer sales but it definitely gave a lot of win to west florida oh yeah so they so i so i really think for this season of valdosta state which first of all i really want to say fifth for valdosta state I, I would have thought it. I would have thought it'd be fourth. a little bit higher. Yeah, third or fourth. So yeah. I really think they yeah. have a chance to oh, yeah. go higher than what they're oh, ranked don't in worry. the preseason. Uh, Coach Macero is going to make that bulletin board material if I know him. Hey Jack, remember mm. Kyle doesn't like it when you. Oh call yeah, I forgot. Coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, it's, it's a manager. He's a manager. It's, it's a, man- a manager. If, if you're not, I literally listen, am going off of what is on the website. Literally, <laughs> that, that is an true. incorrect term. I'm sorry, you're wrong. <laughs> but um, let's look at the all conference. Okay, Bayless, we got yeah. you. <laughs> uh, we'll look at the all conference preseason uh, players. We actually got one, Abby Salt, the outfielder. Um, West Florida has two in this one, so not exactly six. Which, by the time. way, Abby Salt, follower of the follower of the Inferno Instagram yeah. account. Let's go, Crawford. So shout out to them and Latrell Tate. So shout out to these players. Hey, I didn't know you listened to the show. We were on the bus together like all week. Wow. Shout out to them for giving us all. Me and Tate watched, uh, what was that thing called? The Terrible Tumble? What was that WWE thing that happened this weekend? The Royal Rumble. Same thing. No, it isn't. Don't you be around the wrong the wrong wrestling fan. It's still real to me. That's the, I promise you. There uh, are people like that, and I'm not one of them, but like, let me tell you. Well, listen. Are you it, sure you sounded like a no, no, no. I, I listen. I, we all know a mutual friend that's like that. But, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, this is true. Yeah, man. Shout out, shout out to him, man. We appreciate all the support. Oh, real yeah, real talk, man. So yeah. that definitely means a lot. Um, well, that's all I got for baseball and softball. So who wants to introduce our new segment? Hey, man. we getting ready for state. Yo, case. We'll get two minutes on the clock, and each of one of our hosts has their own in particular topics that they will discuss, and they will state your case to the view in public. I would like to go last if this is an option. All right. That, all right uh, we were getting ready to do a draft for let's, it. Let's but, be honest. I'm going third. No, because that would make you last. In this, what? So what? Going what? Th- <laughs> Yo, you can't do that, Chris. <laughs> it would make you. It would make him like if Jack was Jack. Chris, there's four of us here. I'm not going right now. I'm not. Welcome to math right class. Now. I'm not going. I don't have one right now. I might, but I don't. I don't. Oh, so you're I just. A, you're just officiating. I gave you yeah, a I'm topic. I could have swore I gave you a topic, but all right. And, but Dude, all right. You gotta participate well, too. I'll tell, you what, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. You want the Belichick topic? You can have it. Okay, I got another one. So you can take the Belichick topic. All right, so, I'll take Belichick. Right. So not, okay, so, so what are we gonna do? What, what, so how, so how, how, are we, how are we drafting? Uh, I, I guess. I guess it'll just be we'll start with me. Yeah. We'll going, start with Jalen. Go around. around. Yeah, we'll start with me and go around. So I can go third. Okay, yeah. I mean, it, it, it was fake. It's fake, Kyle. It was However, bound to happen. You, yeah, you are inevitably three. No matter what way you flip it, whether it would be Jalen, um, Jack, no, you, no, 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 then Kyle, so you'd be second. All right, we need to get this started before Chris just like goes fully <laughs> AWOL. I'm right, so, tired today. So, so there's so, four letters in AWOL, by the way. Whatever. That's why we should have cool took a commercial break. Jaylen. That's why cool I was like, look, I wanted a commercial break. That. Exactly Quote what. that one, Jalen. That's why I wanted a commercial break. I was like, dang it. I was like, all right. I'll tell you what, you want to take a commercial there break? Will, there will be there will be no breaks. But I get but I guess do you do you need a second? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, 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 I want you to take it. Why don't you send it to a break? All right, yeah, so, so in that case, we're gonna we're gonna take a 
little break and when we come back here, we got four topics, four hosts, four topics for State Your Case, inspired by Pardon the Interruption, aka probably one of the better sports center and ESPN shows that they still got airing on television today. Yeah, but that's right. a topic, but that's for uh, that's a topic for that's another an day. That's opinion is what it is. That's yeah. that's an opinion for another day and a topic maybe to discuss in the future, but I will not say anything further on that. This has been the Inferno Blazer Sports Show. We'll, we'll take it. Yeah. Three's up. Three's up. <laughs> Three's up. Three's up, man. What's going on, man? What's up, man? We finally get to talk about America's favorite pastime. Oh, yeah. Baseball. baseball. I know that we are. Um, baseball season is beginning here for VSU because this is recorded the last week of January on the 26th. Um, starting to catch just this a few extra number so. and all of our content on the Inferno, check us out on all of our streaming platforms, which can be found on our Instagram page at the Inferno BSS. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Inferno Blazer Sports Show. As we have alluded to before we went to break, we got a new segment coming up. And starting right now, actually, we're doing a new thing called State Your Case, inspired by Pardon the Interruption. I'm going to go first here out of our four hosts. We got four hosts, four topics, two minutes to talk. Let's get the let's get this thing going. So I'm going to go first here with the NFL draft coming up in April, the top five picks. We've talked about this before, but I really want to go into the topic of who do I think should be going number one overall. So just a little recap here. Top five picks. We got the Chicago Bears at number one. Thanks to the Carolina Panthers. Number two, the Washington Commanders. Number three, New England Patriots. Number four, Arizona Cardinals. And number five, a little bit. Well, I can't really say surprisingly, but considering how utterly disastrous their season went, the Los Angeles Chargers recently hiring Jim Harbaugh as their new head coach, also bringing on Jesse Minter as their defensive coordinator. So it's definitely going to be an interesting first draft choice for Jim Harbaugh and his staff in Los Angeles. So going focusing on Chicago here, they've got the first overall pick after Carolina completely bottomed out. According to NFL, according to NFL.com, their biggest strengths or their biggest needs, I should say, are mainly the interior line, wide receivers, tight ends, edge and quarterback. Their main issue this season has been giving Justin Fields weapons. The defense is good. The defense is good. I think it's stout. I think it's a stout defensive unit. Could use a could use a little, could use a little touching a little clean, maybe pick up a couple guys of free agency, see what you can get in the draft. But my main case here, my my state, my case, I'm gonna state here, draft Marvin Harrison Jr. number one overall. Do not trade Fields. My re- my reason for saying that you still got fields locked. You still got fields locked up on a contract. You signed him to a four year contract two years ago. So he's heading into year three. He's heading into year three of this deal. Give him another target. That's not just DJ Moore. Yeah. Give him another target. That's not just DJ Moore. Let fields let. And also another thing with just um connect, which is connections and um, so we're looking for chemistry between Ohio State and Ohio State player. You got Justin Fields and Marvin Harrison Five, Jr. Four, Don't try to three, trade Fields unless you get something two, good for him. But one. otherwise, draft Harrison Jr. And congratulations, Jalen. You're the first. I two. feel like we should have really had a, like a 30 second rebuttal to everyone's thing, but it's too late for that. Now. Well, I, well, I mean, I was just keeping track of time because like, no, they no, do no, it no, over. You did yeah. right. But, uh, yeah. Mm. Um, as far as like a quick rebuttal, um, I agree with the fact that they should not trade fields because obviously they, if they can't develop fields, what the hell makes you think that they can develop Caleb Williams? But yeah, they do need to go receiver, but I don't think you need to draft the number one overall 
Yeah. Trade who, who who do you draft number one overall though? Well, I wouldn't. It wouldn't be Chicago. I if it was me. If you're Chicago, you. who do you draft number one? Well, I'm not trade. I'm not having the number one it's overall I, pick. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm trading it. Yeah. I'm saying. I'm I would saying. Say, I would call up a team or a, a, who should be calling Chicago for the number one overall pick is in the NFC South, the Atlanta Falcons. But um, I they agree. are quarterback needy. And I think, oh my gosh, yes, please go get Caleb Williams and like, please now, do that. Yeah, please like now, do don't do you do a Carolina and you trade Drake London for uh, the number one overall pick? Please don't do London. that. Please don't for do the, that. Like the Falcons, like if you trade them to the Bears, yeah, for, oh. like yeah, oh like, gosh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Falcons, yeah. please do this. The, the only, I mean, I mean, I'd love to have Justin Fields, but if I'm the Bears, <laughs> there's no way you get rid of Justin Fields. That's, it's it's stupid. And with that, and so that being said, potential. that's why that's why you draft Harrison. If you're not going to get rid of Fields, he give needs, him another time. I agree, but just draft it. Like go down, like go down drafting wise. Go uh, cure some pits. Which I'll say, don't. Which for that, if you're if they're if share if Chicago's going to draft down, which I which I'm now starting to think is probably the better idea here of drafting down. Maybe don't use the number one overall pick. But for the love of everything, do not draft under Arizona. You draft if you go below Arizona in that order, you gave up Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, because Arizona needs a receiver. They they will jump. They will draft Harrison without even thinking about it. And then Marvin Harrison will become the next Larry Fitzgerald. Yes, a great wide receiver that will have no championships. All right, so I guess it is my turn. Go for it, Chris. Go, 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 go. All right, so let me get my timer. And three, two, one. Your topic, sir. Go right ahead. All right, I've been watching the NBA for quite. I would say almost 10, 11 years of consistently watching the most points that I've seen since I've been alive was of course, Kobe Bryant's 81 points. And over the last eight years, I have seen five 70 point games or more. Uh, Devin Booker did in a loss to the Celtics in January of 2017. We saw Donovan Mitchell do it in a win against the, uh, Chicago Bulls late last and early last year. Uh, Damian Lillard also had a 70 point game last year as well. And of course, this past week, Joel Embiid had 70 against the San Antonio Spurs and Luka Doncic had 73 against the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, a lot of people are saying that, oh, man, the defense is just porous. Now, Joel Embiid, not so much. I think the defensive strategy was terrible when you are. Someone is sitting at 50 or more points and you're guarding him one on one like he has 20. That's on you if he drops 70. Uh, The same thing can be said for the Hawks game as well, because they weren't playing any type of defense at all. And Quinn Snyder should be fired. But that's a conversation for another time. Um, Honestly, this is one of the most talented eras of basketball. Joel Embiid is a clear MVP candidate that is having an amazing year. And these are not just empty stats. He had 70 points and 18 rebounds. Luka Doncic nearly had a triple-double seconds. He had a nearly had a triple-double because he had 10 rebounds and 7 assists. That would be maybe the greatest triple-double of all time if he gets those last three um, in terms of that points and value. Um, honestly, defend better. Do I think that it can be offensive heavy? Absolutely. But um, I don't think at all it is a bad thing. Um, the fact that we're seeing this le- level of scoring is absolutely great. And what a way to honor Kobe Bryant's Three, legacy last two, week as well with this. One and time. Yeah, that's okay, how you so, do things. Okay, so I have two questions. First off, Chris, yes. um, what exactly was the whole point of that one? 
of what you were just saying? Well, the question was, do you think that 70 point, do you think that the integrity of the game in terms of, do you think that it, it was too easy or do you think they were just giving up on it? Like, no. Oh, okay. I All just, right. you know, it's, these were it, not just like no. empty stats. And second, I, I do have a comment to make. I just put it in the group chat. You said in the last five years, and you started off with Devin Booker in 2017, buddy. That was seven years ago. My fault. I meant Man, you cannot yeah. do math. I'm today. tired. Oh my god. I'm tired. It's just the fact that we're all old now, and we've just now lost. Yeah, we're, we're all old. Well, not me. I'm just tired. You're gonna, not you're, me. I'm you, just. You're gonna be here a minute, Jalen. Yeah, man. Back in my day, let me tell you something. Which also, oh, no, yeah. don't oh, start no, that. No, 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 not no. now. Um, I, I will say this though, man. No. That was such a. It was amazing to see yep. that last week. Uh, well, it's last week, the week of the twenty. What's today? The 29th? twenty ninth. Yeah, we the twenty second. Seeing Joel drop seven, like those are amazing numbers. No matter what way you flip it, so. It needs to be commended. Real talk. So um, I am, you know, going to pass things over to Jack. No, if you are ready. No, no I got to go. So which, yeah, which, real, which, real quick, real quick, before we get, which real quick, before we get to Kyle, I want to I want to interject this real quick. If you watched our episode two weeks, if you watched our latest episode two weeks ago, return to the fire, we made a note at the end of the show that we were going to start doing fan shout outs for people that, for people that commented and gave us feedback on our podcast. So I want to give a shout out to Jack Baldwin replying to our Q&A from the last episode. What did Jack say? He said, it's a solid series, guys. Just need some soccer talk to get you further. And as always, the Cowboys suck and I knock Kyle out of the fantasy football playoffs. So Jack also said that if he beat Kyle in the playoffs, Kyle had to reveal his fantasy football name. So yeah, what is that name? Yeah, okay. Uh, fine, fine. I'll. I will. What is it? I will reveal the name. Drumroll, so, please. The name is Scoggy Supremacy. <laughs> yes! yeah! Let me explain oh, that. No. So when me and Jack and a few other people, we made our movie for um, our production class. We had teddy bears in the movie that talked. So they actually the one, still talk. The, yeah. Well, they talk. But we don't they talk say, about that. Yes. But the one that I ended up with was a little one, the little one in the movie. And His that's name. that's what we call it is Scoggy. So my um my little profile picture was a picture of the teddy bear on my couch drinking a beer. And <laughs> I beat Jack Baldwin twice in the regular season. Then he came back and beat me in the playoffs. When it actually mattered. When it actually mattered. <laughs> but listen, all I'm saying is he lost two times to a teddy bear drinking a beer. And with that and being that said, teddy bear, and that teddy bear was drinking that beer in the fantasy championships on the couch. So, on the all right, couch, so yep. three's up. Uh, Kyle, uh, you are on deck. Starting Whoa. in three, two, one. Your topic is starting now. As a Falcons fan, there he are life. there are certain things that I just I hate number one being a Falcons fan I hate that I hate that why why do I put myself through this listen or being uh, I like Bill Belichick I, I, but that's listen I, I liked Arthur Smith I, I really did but it just was not working out three seven and ten seasons absolutely terrible so listen I, I was happy when he got fired I'm not even gonna lie but listen Raheem Morris 
Why? Why did you do this? He was there before. He went four and seven as an interim head coach after they fired Dan Quinn. And I wasn't very happy about that either. But, you know, you go 0 and 5, you get fired. That's what happens. But why? Why Raheem Morris? I don't even really like Bill Belichick. I really did not want him. But I wonder why. You picked Raheem Morris over Bill Belichick. Brian Flores was right there. He was right there. Ben Johnson was right there. Why? Why did you do this to me? It it never gets better. It never gets better. Jalen, the Cowboys fail in the playoffs every single year. Yep. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what happens. Yep. It must be nice to get to the playoffs. It Is really, it? It, it really, really isn't. Listen, listen, listen. It must mm. be Less nice. Less than 30 seconds. It must be nice. All I know is pain. I remember watching Super Bowl 51, watching in the third quarter, saying, all right, guys, we're about to get this Super Bowl. I was sitting there. I said, right when the the game ends, I'm getting on Fanatics. I'm getting all the gear. It has been a long time coming. But why is it always so terrible? I, I know nothing but pain. And with two seconds remaining, time has run out, Kyle. I will say as my rebuttal as my rebuttal for your for your for you telling me that it must be nice for the Cowboys to make the playoffs every year. It is nice I will say it is nice initially, but then you re- but then you realize the team you're cheering for, but then you realize the team you're cheering for is the Cowboys and they pull this every year since Dak Dang, has been the quarterback before we got demonetized. Dang. Man, we did so well. We didn't even get demonetized in the first episode, didn't we? I don't know we? that we did or Wait, not. Wait, Jalen uh, did it twice. He got us demonetized in back-to-back episodes. Dang, look, I, look, I censored it. It's it's fine for monetization. Yeah, but fine. Uh, the, the rebuttal is, I mean, honestly, Bill Belichick probably would have taken, uh, taken you backwards if you're going to be real because I mean, he's offensively, he's offensively inept, is, is Belichick. Belichick is one of the greatest defensive minds to ever live. And Agreed. Uh, I'm never going to take anything away defensively. The Falcons' problem last year was not defense. That defense was getting left out to dry last year. If you watch the Falcons game, I guarantee you, you, you could see it. Wait, you ju- wait, 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 wait. You just said the defense was not a problem. Then you said the well, defense saying, got left like, out I'm, to drive. Like, left out to drive. Like, the reason why the Falcons lost 10 games was not because of the defense. Oh, it was because of yes, yeah, I thought, yeah, because I thought the offense yeah, wasn't yeah, that. Yeah, 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 you said yeah, the defense was not the Desmond problem. Ritter. Yeah. So, spe- so speaking of Bill Belichick, Jack, we're going to go to you. You're our final yep. topic. I've actually requested extra time because I have two topics. All right, All right, so, so right, we'll so get four will, minutes. So yeah, we'll get, get four. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'll need four, but I'll do the Belichick so, one first, and I got, yep, we'll and I got f- one I came up with last night. Four minutes on the clock for Jack. Mr. Calhoun, timer is on you. The floor is yours. Belichick did the right thing by not going to Atlanta, and here's why. One, I think Belichick's time is done. I think he realizes that, and I think it's a good thing that him and Kraft came out, settled their beef, and regardless of however they may feel about each other, they put together in the Super Bowl era, at least the greatest dynasty in you know professional football. So mm-hmm. it, you got to give him his credit. Um, some people are like, well, he might want to play another or correct. He might want to coach another year or two so he can catch Sula. He's done like Belichick. You just watch him and he looks like he, he doesn't want to be there. And physically, he's starting to get up there in age. Um, I mean, he's in his 70s. 
he he just looks like he's ready to be done. And if you go to Atlanta, you're not going to be able to win in your first year. Like you still got the quarterback issue. They still got to get some offensive pieces. I mean, it was a rebuild there, and he doesn't want to do that. And then honestly, after after Super Bowl Fifty One, I'm surprised they even interviewed him. But uh, I don't I don't believe that he wanted to go to any of the options. He just wanted to see what they had. However, I will say that. I think it was a smart move for Belichick not to take any kind of coaching job. He needs to just ride off on the sunset. I mean, yeah, it was a rough year. Yeah, he lost to the Jets, which is kind of ironic considering. That's very ironic. Considering that, you know, how many times he beat the Jets with the Patriots. And, you know, technically the Jets was his next job after Cleveland. Didn't, but, he, uh, didn't he resign with a paper napkin? I've heard yeah. rumors. I'm sure that's true. Mm. But, yeah, that's my take on Belichick. So, that, so oh, that's you your first plenty of time. So you that's your first man. topic. You got 215 remaining on your overall four minutes time. So what is your second topic before we get to rebuttals? Okay. I think NIL is ruining college athletics, personally. I believe that college athletics has been tainted because of it in the last few years. I mean, I don't think anybody can argue that. You can have a different opinion, but you can't tell me in the last five years the college athletics has not changed because of NIL. It just mm-hmm. is what it is. I mean, what's his name up there at UConn, the women's coach? I mean, he told me that – or he told me. He told the media. He's like, you, you can't really do your job anymore as a coach because part of the reason with picking a school and going to that school is so that you can build in that system. But when you play at a place and now they make it to where – you could leave like you could have a bad game, a bad experience. And if you wanted to, you could be at a different school the next week. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't allow you to build team chemistry very well. Yes. Now, are there some people that do it? Yes. I'm not saying that there aren't some people that are succeeding in the NIL thing like Georgia football. They're they're succeeding with it right now as well. But in the grand scheme of things, when you're I believe that it's a little selfish for the players to already be getting scholarships. And then on top of it, they're going to try and ask for money. Now, do I think that the schools off their name and likeness are making a lot of money? Yes. I don't think anyone is denying that. However, part of what you are going to this school is, is you're getting something that not everyone gets. You're getting a scholarship. I mean, there's people like, I'm sure everyone here at this, I'm sure everyone at this table has had to work their way through school and I'll tell you this right now, I have no sympathy for someone complaining that they don't have enough NIL money when they're already on scholarship, they're already getting gear, they're getting all their classes paid for, yet I have to work these different jobs just to be able to pay for school. I mean, it, it's it's showing selfishness, in my opinion. That's why I think NIL is ruining college athletics. And five, and, uh, se- five I, seconds left uh, on the clock for that I'll one. I'll say this as a rebuttal. I come first with the... Um, Belichick thing. Honestly, I remember hearing a rumor that he could take Kansas City job because they're saying Andy Reid might retire, which I think I don't really believe. But I honestly, I honestly, yeah, he he should because they should ride off into the sunset. He has nothing to prove to anybody. Although if he does retire, we're gonna hear, oh man, Tom Brady was the system when clearly it was a two. Yeah. Every Brady was part of it, but Belichick still. Oh, yeah. Like, like I said before, Bill Belichick, honestly, if you're being real, was always offensively challenged in a way because that's not a strong suit. 
Belichick, especially if you look at early Brady years when Brady wasn't, oh man, the clear cut goat, he was a, a system quarterback that had, was played around a great defense. That was the Patriot way in the early 2000s. And that way, I mean, it just was like offensively, like there wasn't a lot of like playmakers that he would have later on when he had the Bill O'Brien's and the Josh McDaniels as offensive coordinators. When you had Gronk, arguably the greatest tight end of all time, one of the greatest glue guys ever in Wes Welker and one of the most underrated receivers of the 2010s and Julian Edelman. And even I don't think you can make a top 10 slot receivers. Um, category like a top 10 list without mm. Welker and arguably Edelman. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Welker, man, he should be a Hall of Famer one day. I don't know if he ever will, but uh, but I definitely agree with that. I, I don't think there's really anything on the market. In terms of like all oh, the teams that were left, though, because the only two teams that don't have a head coach right now is Seattle and Washington, if I'm not well, mistaken. Well, Washington got Ben Johnson and probably Seattle's probably going to end up with Dan Quinn. I, I would honestly like that Let's for him to return, but yeah. You oh, know, yeah, Dan Quinn was part of the Super it, Bowl. Yeah, he was. He was. He, Seattle, he, yeah. He, yeah, he, he was. He, yeah, yeah. yeah defensive so. coordinator. Yeah, that but, would be interesting. Yeah, you but, know, with um, but yeah, but with the second thing though, with the NL deal, and I'll close with this. Um, it's Pandora's box. Honestly, when it came down to it, I think it hurts more of college football. I, honestly, I think it affects more of college basketball than it does college football. And okay. I'll say this. Um, all the points that you made is very true. All of us in here work either for the university and then other jobs on the side. And yeah, it, it does, you know, it kind of comes off as privileged in a way. But well, often names are like this. There has to been, there needed to be a way to remain able to maintain the integrity because there are ways that you can do that. And the NCAA it was inept in doing that. I've got so a simple way to fix it, but go ahead. Um, I'll say, I'll say this. I remember having a conversation with my mom about this with, especially the transfer, especially the transfer portal. I remember, I remember her telling oh my me, gosh, I could do an entire extra when, Amber on a transfer. When back, maybe like, you should, please, yeah, like, man, that'd like be back, cool. Like man. back, like back um, when the transfer portal is what it is now, you barely heard anything. Yeah, about exactly. the transfer point. It was barely utilized. You it, the whole thing was it's the whole point. You of you go to school, you go to school, you choose you choose a school. That's where that's where you plan that's where you plan to stay for at least your for at least your for at least your undergrad. That's where you that's where you play. That's where you go to school. But now they've just, but now what the NCAA has done is that they've taken away any sort of liability or any sort of penalty away from doing so. Like like exactly. like my like my case my case in point here. Bowl games. Bowl games in FBS. They have been significantly dumbed down and lost all their significance because they've made it to where a player can transfer out or opt out for the NFL draft before this game, which is usually a part, on their team, which is usually a part of their schedule. If you're a good program, if you're if you're a if you're at least a mid tier program who can amass six wins on the season, you're going to a bowl game. It's not arguable hey it's, hey, it's not hey. arguable don't disrespect the integrity of the duke's mayo bowl <laughs> <laughs> but, but, what, but what i'm saying but what or i'm saying Fenway is bowl. what i'm saying is if you have a Fenway bowl, bowl game, is kind of cool if you have a bowl game it's or part of it's part bowl. of your schedule like yeah. every other regular season game mm. you play it and yeah. and what they've done with the transfer portal is they've taken away any sort of penalty for doing so and i really think that needs to come back there needs to be eligibility penalties for for it's doing like that, Pandora's so box, so, man. so so we're yeah. not so it's not turning to NFL free agents, which which I remember saying 
The NCAA is trying to turn into the NFL without taking any of the good that yeah. the NFL has done. Case in point, like what Jack said a couple episodes ago, a structured Play playoffs. On. Yeah. None of this voting. No. You make conferences. You make seeds. This is how you get those seeds. Roll with it. Exactly. None of this favoritism. Make it to where it's structured like the NFL. One of the few things the NFL does right. Let it ride. And the NCAA yeah. is trying to copy what the NFL is doing and failing Miserably. Now, now, I now I agree with the whole point of for just the schools and universities to make money off their to make make money off their athletes. I think that's wrong. The athletes need to be compensated. I feel like the athletes need to be compensated in some way, shape or form, I like jer- like jersey sales, signatures, merchandise, signed merchandise, just simple stuff like that. Yeah. The, like the thing- give Reggie Bush back his Heisman because that's the only reason why he doesn't have it. Exactly. He- like, like what, like what you take away, like what they took away Heisman's for, for like signing jerseys and stuff. Let them do that now. If the colleges can make money off of that, then let the athletes make at least some profit out of that. Kyle, you can go right ahead. What's your what's your rebuttal? Um, well, with. With the Bill Belichick thing, I really wish he would have just retired, you know, go off in the sunset, as y'all said. It's just really not good for appearances right now. Do I wish we would have got him more than Raheem Morris? I mean, I did a whole section about it, but. I really wish he would just retired because there's no place he's going to be. And it's just, it's kind of just sad now. Yeah. Um, as for the, I'd uh, like to point out that the Falcons blew a two interview to known lead for Belichick Bill Belichick. Still robbing the Falcons. Well, well, you gotta love it. well they didn't get Bill Belichick because they didn't want to give him all the control he wanted, but I won't get into that. But also he's offensively but the, enough, so you, but you know, with, steps back. Yeah, with the NIL stuff, um, I do, think they need to be compensated because the um the ncaa is profiting off of their name image and likeness but you shouldn't be paying them that amount of money you can't you can't be paying these college kids that amount of money what uh, what was it i think it was like matt rule that said a um a starting quarterback costs like a million dollars that's ridiculous it is that is ridiculous College football should be ashamed of themselves for that. Here's the thing, though. When it comes out of the NCAA, and I'll let you wrap up in a second, the NCAA has always had a problem with not only in college football, but also in college basketball. Because if we're going to keep it real, the way that it works now, there's going to be a point where, like in the NBA, where they have the G League Unite and Ignite, and they can go that way before going into the draft, there's going to be a way, whether it be through the United Football League, or another various need that it's going to bypass college football altogether because the money is going to be there. Be like the USFL almost putting the NFL out of business in the eighties. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to be like, Oh, or, Oh yeah, we're going to go here before the, uh, the NFL because G league at night where you're like, Oh man, you're going to make six figures and you're going to go and play against professionals. And then you can be in the draft sooner. And yeah. there's just ways to avoid that. Oh, you can't be 18 to go into the draft. So there is going to be that type of penalty and the NCAA is trying to, oh, you know, to have that incentive to play college football. But honestly, yeah, it is ruining and the game. We're on, we're on that and topic. the playoff honestly ruined the game. If we're going to be completely honest. Yeah, the, the, I'm here to tell you the playoff is just as bad as the BCS. I don't care who you are. I'll die on that hill. Yeah. It's the same difference. The BCS computers, it's the, sa- it's the same. It's they the same. Sh- people yeah, around. same thing. Whoever's got like interests, they, they get those same teams. It is what it is. I mean, Adam said it in our, uh, in the season finale that we had during the, um, during, during last semester, when you were like, when you hear the, oh, we factor in injuries, it's like, okay, that's when you knew 
Florida State was going to get robbed. Like, that can't happen. So, yeah, they do need to change it. They did and, in 2014, but they don't want to talk about that. Yeah, yep. exactly. You know, yeah. favoritism to the Alabama Invitational. So, um, I'm going to pass things over to uh, Kyle to wrap things up, man. Yeah, so we're going to just do some ending segments. And the one that I'm bringing to the table is... Um, Want to give us a little bit of an advertisement for my friends over at VSU Rugby. Y'all know I did the extra ember with the rugby guys, but they're looking for some new players. Um, if y'all are interested, I um, I definitely recommend you trying to. Um, you don't even need any experience. All you need is a good attitude and you know a desire to learn. Uh, they host practices Monday, Wednesday, and Friday nights at 6 p.m. on the North Campus Field. That's up there by the hospital. Um, but yeah, th- these are good guys. I definitely recommend y'all giving it a try if you're even somewhat interested. And yeah, um, I hope y'all have fun with it if you try it. I might, a- I might actually give it a try. I was, I was legitimately. I would love to see it. you try rugby. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and one last, one, one last thing, real quick. As we, as we were talking about with shoutouts earlier. Which speaking of, if you guys want to get shoutouts on these episodes, leave us some feedback. Leave us a, co- leave us a comment on our posts. On our episodes, leave us oh, a yeah. YouTube comment, Spotify comments. We got another one here from VSU alum Ben Strickland. Hey, us hey, hey, so he said, see if you can get a guess from one of the basketball teams. Now, as an independent podcast, that's a, that's, we have some hurdles. There's some hurdles there's there. Several hurdles there's several actually. hurdles yeah, to yeah. that, Ben. But we, but that's I will, I think I will we would see love what to. I can do. I cannot yeah, promise that anything. Be, that, but I can uh, see what I can. That do. would be amazing. So, Jack, so Jack, do you want to end us off here in this episode? Yes. Uh, thank you all for tuning in to the Inferno Blazers Sports Show for Jalen Scott, Chris Mercer, and Kyle Hawthorne. This is Jack Calhoun signing off, saying as I always do on the air. Have a great night. God bless. And go Blazers. Yo, Craig, say something to the people before we go. Bye, Felicia.